This is Alan Schwarzenegger from the Club Cafe Podcast. And if you don't want to get frozen, you better hand over the IC Championship now. Or you could be terminated or possibly erased. But I'd rather do this, yeah, it's so much more fun! It is 9-5-2015. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Club Cafe Podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Pat. Snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes? And Chris O'Mealy. And of course, that quote is, comes from Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is on Talkin' Talkies this week. Oh, and by the way, all September long, it's Indiana Jones month. Da, 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 da. But you guys didn't tune in for that. You tuned in for wrestling, right? I almost feel like I have to make this a chore to talk about wrestling. I do. But that's okay. All right. So usually we open up the show with a top ten list. But a lot of bad stuff happened this week, and we need to address it. So I've rearranged our opening segment into a little thing I call the good, the bad, and the ugly also known as the face, the heel, and the hey man. So we're going to talk about the baby face stuff, the heel stuff, and then the ugh. Unfortunately, there's a lot of ugh. So uh, I'll, I'll try not to get... <laughs> not to be confused with a lot of ooh-ah. No, that'll come later. So... <laughs> Literally. First, all right, so let's talk about the good stuff. Um... I don't know how you guys are feeling about this, but I like how they're doing Sting versus Rollins, and I like that they incorporated John Cena to pretty much make Rollins have to face two legends in one night. But you know what? Chris Jericho could beat two legends in one night. Why can't Seth? I'm, I saw some photo comparisons this week online, and they showed... Um Jericho next to Rollins, and they said, wow, blah, 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 you could beat two guys in one night. And I think that's really cool. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with Rollins being being pushed the way he is, and I also really like Sting's promo on Raw. The <laughs> I guess the only complaint I have about it was that as much as the promo was he wanted to take out Seth Rollins, it was also... I've got to put over Triple H as much as humanly possible for the inevitable Rollins-Triple H feud. Yeah. He's like, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. At every point he made, he's like, but you're no Triple H. But you know no what, Triple though? H. This is how I justify this, Pat. Triple H kicked his ass at WrestleMania. So, in character, the thing is humbled. <laughs> right, and that's also the only experience he has in WWE to really draw reference to right now. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like... Sting can lose to Rollins, and it's not going to matter. Sting never has to win a match in WWE, and it's not going to matter because he's Sting. But I'd like to see him go over somebody, and I would like to see him get a run as WWE champion because even though I know there's going to be people who have issues with that, it would still there's be There's cool. people that hate that he's even getting a title match because he's 0-1. Yeah. And, and I'm like, ah, oh, there is a list of people who can get a title match whenever the fuck they want, and Sting is... <laughs> Yeah, in the top five of that list. Do, do you subscribe to that thing that WWE has that costs nine ninety nine a month? Because you can go back and see what Sting's done in his past that warrants him to come back and get a title shot at any time. 
All right, if it was if it was twenty one and one, and that was the last time we saw the Undertaker, and he came out this week and looked at Seth Rollins and said, "You me that title." Who's going to tell him no? Are you going to tell him no? No, I'm just going to be mad when he kicks Rollins in the balls. <laughs> so I like what they're doing with this. I like that they're putting all the pressure on Rollins because he's got to beat Cena and he's got to beat Sting. He's got to defend both titles. Right. So they can be really smart with this <clears throat> because there's obviously going to be those idiots who are going to be like, uh, Seth just went over Sting after he was already worn down from a Cena match. So Sting looks even worse now. But I think they are, they're going to be pretty smart about this booking. And let's be honest, the only reason Sting was booked terribly at WrestleMania was because he was up against Triple H. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I, that said, there there's plenty to be said about Seth Rollins defeating a guy who's already, you know, considered... Um, older in the business. I mean, when Sting puts somebody in the Scorpion Deathlock, it looks like an old man sitting back in a rocking chair. Honestly. <laughs> well, he's not exactly a young man. He, no, he, he isn't by any means. So, but even if, even if let's say, Cena wins his championship back, which I think it might actually be the reverse, I think Cena might lose that match, and then Sting wins the main event match. Unless they go, well, the U.S. championship is more important, so let's main event with that. (laughs) Because John Cena? Because John Cena. Because John Stinger. Alright, so I'm going to intersperse these, because I only have a few of them. Here's something bad from this week's Raw. Um, this Dolph Ziggler storyline where Summer Rae like, ran into his locker room and then ran out and then he like gave this weird explanation to Lana. Like It was really obvious they didn't know what happened behind the door. Like The writers didn't know and they couldn't figure it out. So they're just like, just have him sputter something. And just be mad. Just, just be real mad no matter what he says. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I don't think it was worth it. Yeah, they should have ended it at the main review. He's like, she didn't see anything. I wear pants now. Don't you watch the show? What? <laughs> I don't understand that. Ch- I'm not complaining, but that that was kind of a weird change. Like, he went from the trunks to the uh, the full-on tights now. Yeah, so did Kofi. That's right. Maybe. I forgot Kofi used to wear the, the hey. trunks. Maybe he's fe- feeling self-conscious about his legs. Could be. Well, maybe he should talk to Chris Jericho. Oh, those legs, those beautiful legs. Look at those games. I love that story how he walked out of the locker room and Bruce Pritchard put over his legs. So he was really happy. And then he ran into Lance. And Lance Storm was like, wow, you look ridiculous. And he's like, well, shit. He's like, if I had ran into Lance first, I would have never switched to trunks. Where have those beautiful legs been this entire career? Yeah. You would have had six more titles. <laughs> All I see. But he did hey. get a whole shitload more world titles after he switched to Trunks, didn't he? He did. He became a top player. Once he went from like two to like five. Once he uh, took the pants off, like putting the mask on. Yeah, once he took the pants off and put a freaking suit on. <laughs> and then switched to underwears. I remember the very first time that uh, he came out in trunks. This was during the AIM days. 
And all of a sudden, I got a message from Patrick that was just like, what the hell? <laughs> it was weird because Jericho was that guy his entire career. Imagine, imagine Edge or Christian suddenly switched. Uh, you thought you knew me. Well, Christian did. It, everyone would be like, oh my god, he has no legs at all. <laughs> oh, they're going to say they're like, "Uh, oh, put the put the ripped up shirt back on. Put the put the mesh shirt back on. Save the business. Put the big glasses back on." All right. Here's a good thing that happened this week. <clears throat> Cesar Owens the sequel. Was this was on really Raw. Good. And it was amazing. Uh, these two have excellent chemistry, which they should for how often they've worked each other in the past. Um, Owens has been able to go over clean twice, and it doesn't make Cesaro look weak at all. So they've been very... Oh, and he's got a new feud on SmackDown, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm so excited. I'll talk about it now. Oh, so I think you guys might be excited too, because the Big Show Ryback Miz feud is over... Because Kevin Owens is going to go after the Ryback. Oh, good. So now I can root against the Ryback again. But you can also have good matches with the Ryback. Or you can have... Or they could be bad Kevin Owens matches. There's no such thing. (laughs) I don't know. He hasn't faced faced Hurdy steroid guy yet. Oh, wait. No, that's right. There was that Randy Orton match where Randy just didn't sell anything. (laughs) I'm not going to sell to fat people. Ha, 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 ha. I read something on, like, WrestleZone by one of the WrestleZone, one of, like, the main contributors. They're like, yeah, I'm really sick and tired of people of people ragging on these wrestlers for being fat. First of all, Kevin Owens looks like a wrestler. And second of all, he could kick your ass. And I'm just like, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard right there. Well, I, I always enjoy that most of the marks calling these people fat, like, saying, oh, Bray, diet, LOLOL are usually humongous Really, fans. really fat. Yeah. They're the reason WWE shirts go up to, like, 6X. <laughs> Gotta cater to your audience. Literally. Literally. Cater. How about something bad this week? Uh, they did the Divas matches with the Beat the Clock Challenge, but Beat the Clock matches aren't really fun when they're this short. Like, as soon as Becky Lynch won her match in three minutes, I'm like, ah. She won just... in my birthday time, by the way. Three twenty. By the way, I, I need to give a shout-out to the, the graphics people during this. Pat, you probably didn't see this on the Hulu cut, but when they put up the first graphic, there was no time in it. And then the 321 appeared, like, off to the side, and then it disappeared, and then it reappeared, and then it disappeared. <laughs> and then they tried putting it in, in the center, but it was off again, so they just took it off completely. <laughs> and you know the live audience was seeing it because they were reacting to it. It was great. <laughs> that was funny. Um, obviously, Charlotte wins this because when they announced Paige versus Sasha, you're like, yep, they're not going to bury either of them. So it went straight to Charlotte. And... A good thing that did come out of this was Charlotte, her little thing on SmackDown where she's like, no, I'm not waiting for Night of Champions. I'm facing Nikki before she breaks the record. Yeah, because at least that cool. way, if Nikki retains, 
and then she breaks the record. At least they got that out there. She hasn't defended the title since the um, Japan show, by the way. Yeah, I know, which is ridiculous. But It's also very subtle, but um, they're, it feels like they're building a little bit of jealousy from Paige because she wasn't able to even come close to those times. So, yeah. So it's good. They've got a lot going on right now, and they're going to start shaking these little stables up soon, I think. And because uh, they did the thing with Nikki and Bella too, or Nikki and Bella, Nikki and Brie Bella, <laughs> Nikki and Bella, yeah, Nikki and other Bella, Nikki and better Bella, and <laughs> Nikki uh, and more talented Bella. <laughs> yes, because they they had her um, last week. They had Becky and Charlotte remind Brie of all the things that were done to her, and she's like, "I forgot about that." Hey, you forgot about it the day yeah. before you were supposed to be done being a slave. I need to talk about. The, the Total Divas storyline this week because it was so ridiculous. Brian Danielson no. is upset because Brie Bella dresses sexy in public and he feels like she should wear more clothes. I thought she looked amazing. But he's so to get revenge, he buys a compost toilet, which is a toilet you set up in your shed so you can compost your own poop mm-hmm. for your garden. And then he shuts off the water in the house, so the only toilet that you could possibly use is the compost toilet. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, so you're going to dress like a slut in public? Well, fine. Now you can poop in the shed. Totally reasonable. They also... They also did a really really dumb, exaggerated storyline where... Paige goes down to the performance center to train with wait, Ariana. Wait, hold on, I'm sorry. Total Divas, dumb and exaggerated. Surely exactly. you jest. Exactly. But it was the whole point of the storyline was that Ariane wants to wrestle, and she's really, really sloppy, really, really bad. LOL. And Paige gets frustrated with her and basically takes shots at her like during a training class. And it's just like you know that was horribly staged because. Not only is Sarah Del Rey just standing there watching this go down without interfering, but it's really embarrassing because it's like Alexa Bliss, Dana Brooke, Devin Taylor, all the NXT girls, Billy Kay, they're all standing on the apron watching this go down. You're like, they can say whatever they want about Paige, but you know she's not that unprofessional. Although I do like how she looks at Ariane, she goes, yeah, do you want to wrestle or do you want to hurt people? And I'm like, LOL, she's awful. And she shouldn't even be on TV. But... Well, she's really not anymore, right? Ariane? Yeah. I mean, she's not Total Divas, but... Wait, on TV or she's not awful? (laughs) No, no, she's not on TV lately, right? No, she's only on Total Divas, which is like the greatest thing they've ever done with her. Good. Okay. Yeah, that way you don't have to watch her. And then Chris still watches her. Yeah, but she's barely on Total Divas anymore, which is the best. So yeah, those were the big storylines, and the other one was Paige. Paige, this is the funniest part about this. They booked the whole show to make it seem like Paige got taken off all of the weekend's events and Raw as punishment for her actions. And then they're trying to justify it by being like, no, we don't do things like that. And the Road Dog's yelling at her, and the fact that you'd accuse me of this... Is another strike for you. And I just thought to, back to the CM Punk podcast. I'm like, isn't that exactly what Punk said? If you piss them off, they punish you by just removing you from all shows. Essentially, they punish the fans by not having you work. Yeah. Yes. 
Good job, guys. All right. But here's something good, which seemed like it would have been something bad. So Bruce Hart claims on Twitter that Tyson's kid's career is completely over right now. And Kid responds, he goes, yeah, just so you guys know, uh, no, and I haven't talked to Bruce Hart in 10 years. I'm just like, oh, okay. (laughs) What's funny is I read the Bruce Hart thing first, and I said, wow, this really does sound like something WWE would do. And because they were talking about how they didn't call for help or anything like that, and then I saw the Tyson Kidd story right afterwards, and I'm like, oh, wow, I guess maybe WWE, (laughs) maybe some people just really like to give WWE a bad name no matter what. And well, I've I've heard that the reputation Bruce Hart has is not positive not at all. Reliable. Not reliable, not positive. He's a big old doucher. So yeah, I like to see his name on the on the dryer sheets. By the way, go to Facebook.com/slash/the-dryer-sheets to see Stonefold's brand new page. Yeah, we'll we'll break some news for you, among other things. All right, here's something bad. Cena possibly re-injured his nose injury in a, street, in a street fight where they threw up the X and it seemed legit. But it's John Cena, so he'll be healed in three days, and then we'll all talk about what a superior specimen he is while simultaneously burying Daniel Bryan. Who is cleared, but they won't clear him. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. So... So, yeah, supposedly, and that, that was another thing where it comes back to fans again going, ugh, it's because Kevin Owens is so fat, that's why he got injured. No, that's not yeah. why John Cena got injured. No, it's not. You're dumb. You're all dumb. He got injured because right. they were rolling around and playing <laughs> for money. All right, here's a good thing. New Day versus the Dudley Boys. This whole thing uh, from Raw to SmackDown, to whatever, might be my favorite feud going on right now. Um, we, and we have all kinds of new alliances and stuff happening. Not only do we have, like, Bo Dallas getting angry, but we also have Stardust aligning with the Ascension. And Yeah. Uh, did you did you see the the New Day, not only the promo, did you, first of all, did you see the promo on SmackDown that opened the show? No. Oh, my goodness. So they came out. With picket signs again. This time Kofi had two, one for each of his pigtails. Uh, Big E had the booty sign again. And Xavier Woods talked about how tables were the backbone and the cornerstone of American history because that's where the Declaration of Independence was signed. That's where the moon landing was reported from. And that's where they signed their WWE contracts. Um, It was a really funny promo. And they had the table protected in styrofoam. And so... Then the Dudleys come out. Then the primetime players come out, and primetime players think they already know Jaron Young is gay. Well, well, Titus came out this time, Um, and so New Day is on commentary. But right before the match, Titus says, "Oh, I got a gift for y'all—a one-way trip back to Dudleyville." (laughs) Then when they go to the commentary, Xavier Woods goes, "Why would they need a one-way ticket to Dudleyville? They already live there. They have residence. This is ridiculous." And then, um. New commentator starts talking, and Xavier Woods actually has them shut off the regular commentator's microphone, so all three of the New Day members are calling all the commentary. That's kind of funny. And then at the end of the match, they grab... Who's the new commentator? 
Um, one of the guys from NXT with the uh, with the glasses and the face and the Rich, eye. Rich Brennan. That's it. I thought Uso number Tuso was doing commentary. Tuso was yeah. Uso Tuso was there too, and so was Lawler. But they had him show off all their microphones. So there were six headsets at ringside. Wait, does that mean that Byron Saxon is now officially on Raw? I think so. Um, but afterwards. They grab that table that's coded in the bubble wrap, and they run away with it. It's just Big E and Xavier Woods, and you're like, where'd Kofi go? And the Dudleys are staring at Big E and Xavier, and Kofi just comes from behind, jumps, and slaps Steve on the back of the head and runs away. It was brilliant. <laughs> that's awesome. And they're still using that the, um, the trombone as well. Good stuff. And to think, they were going to break up that team after, like, two weeks. They're not working his faces. You can't do anything else with them. So they, they took the Hockey Tonk Man route. They turned them heel and let them get over. Kofi Kingston is a heel, and he, it's awesome. Never thought we'd all say that. All right. Here's something bad. Braun Strowman, in his debut match, was shitty. Now, I don't know if that's just because the entire purpose of the match was for him to just stand there and kind of throw Dean Ambrose around, but he didn't do anything except suck a lot. And Pat and I were discussing this before we started recording. This hit. This was eerily reminiscent of that era in like 2006 where they're like, we need nothing but really, really big guys, and that's how we got Heidenreich, Snitsky, before Snitsky became a decent worker, we got Mike Knox before he became good. All the guys before they became something. Remember when I presented that theory to you that I was like, I think the point of the new heel is that they have to suck in the ring so people will hate them. Yeah. I, yeah, that's kind of what, that's kind of what he, he's felt like. I mean, it's only one match. It's a DQ match. It's just a match to show off his... Well, strong. To, to be fair, we, we have Baron Corbin and Eva Marie as heels because they suck in the ring. But now all of a sudden you have this guy and he's making the two of them look like Shawn Michaels. That's not a good thing at all. He's in the Wyatt family, for Christ's sakes. It's, and, it, it's like this Wyatt family luck of where they can't find a third member that can keep up with the other two guys. They're like There's just not enough talented bearded people who are also not Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I mean, like the LAX problem. We can't find a, a decent partner for Homicide. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it took them like three ch- three tries before they found the right guy. Oh and even God. then, like Hernandez was a guy who only improved over time. Like it took a while for that to click. Oh, it was <laughs> Grand Apollo click. and then Machete. Machete. Did you say click? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. But that's okay, guys, because I still have another good thing to talk about. The Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and how much fun this is going to be. Uh, So the two tag matches we got on NXT were (laughs) the return of the Ascension. Who lost? (laughs) Who lost? By the way. Oh, the Ascension could really use winning this this tournament. (laughs) Speaking of them, and I know you mentioned it just a little while ago, Stardust teaming up with the Ascension, I think, is really going to help them, even though they're going to become the Goon Squad for him, basically. Isn't it, isn't, didn't they call themselves, like, the Cosmic Wasteland or something that's actually cool? Yeah, they did. And and I like that, though, because they're just, like, 
they're just going to beat people up and they're going to be his thugs. That's all they're going to be. Like, he's really turning a into good, a Joker. That's a good gimmick, though. Like, or, that's or, a, or is he really Sinestro? Or is he Sinestro and, and the Riddler? And he's getting more Yellow Lanterns to join him. Either way, I approve this. So, yeah. the Ascension losing at, to the Dudleys the other week and losing this, I'm fine with if this means they're going to do something with Stardust. Yeah, and of course they had to lose to friggin' Rhino and Corbin, so it's just like, yep, we're not through with them yet. And then the other team was uh, Solomon Crow and Neville, and Neville got a huge pop when he came out, but those guys lost too. But that's okay. But I can't remember who they lost to. (laughs) They lost, didn't they lose to uh, Gable Jason, and... Yeah, Jason Jordan. G- G- yeah, Jordan. yeah. And Chad which, Gable, okay. Which was a really good match. And Neville, too. I mean, I I think Stardust and Neville, they love using that comic book um, background because they usually get on SmackDown this week. Yeah. And I'm fine with these guys feuding for a long time, and I'm fine with other people tagging with Neville or whatever they want to do because this is getting Neville over anyway. Right. Um, and now I, for the bad. Oh, okay. wasn't there the UG? I have more to talk about. Oh, okay. Here, well, I like that we're getting Finn Balor and Samoa Joe as a team. Oh yeah. But then we get a Tyler Breeze William Regal segment that involves two of the hottest free agents in pro wrestling, and William Regal introduces them as Johnny Gargano and Tommaso. Champia. He doesn't even Chompia. say it. Doesn't even say it right? And I like that Tommaso just kind of rolled his eyes and went with it. But that was really, really cool to see them on NXT and then to see Bobby Mellock do a WWE.com article pretty much immediately after the show aired and interview both of them. And I'm just like, this is really friggin' cool. I kind of hope they get signed. Oh, this is not. This is a. They officially haven't been signed yet. Thing. No, they're they're billing them as free agents entering the tag team classic. That's pretty cool. And who did they make Tyler Breeze's partner be? Bull Dempsey. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. He's got bull. He indeed does have bull, which means that that's what the next feud is going to be. They're going to lose this, and then Tyler Breeze's next feud will be with Bullfit. Because he's going to be like, I'm gorgeous, and you're fat. All right. Dan, I don't know what bad thing you wanted to talk about in NXT, but I have a feeling it's going to be filtered under my ugly category, which is what's coming next. Okay, yeah, so it probably is on the yes. ugly, okay. ugly so, side. I have seven things under this ugly category, and I'm going to try... I'm going to try... this, And they all happened this week. I'm going to try to cover them in the order from least offensive to most offensive. So we'll kick off Also, oh, what I was going to talk about is going to be last. Okay. No, 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 it's going to be first, actually, because it gets worse than this. So, we all knew this story because it hit the dirt sheets before this episode of NXT aired, that Eva Marie botched a pinfall attempt, and the place went nuts. Everybody went nuts. To WWE's credit, because I actually give them credit for that, for not editing this out, even though it probably would have been smarter to do it, they they kept it in. So they could just let the rookie inexperience of NXT shine, which is what it is. 
But I was like, is this going to be 100% on Eva Marie? And it it's not 100% on her. Here's what happened. The, and here's, well, I'm going to take this from two different points of view. Eva Marie is down for a pin from Billy Kay. The referee is counting, and Eva does not kick out in time, so he stops the count. So she can kick out, and it's very blatantly obvious, and the audience goes nuts. Rightfully so, because it's a really major botch. But as much as that's on Eva Marie, that's also on the referee, because what are we taught in the on the indies when we're refing matches? If you it, count three, you count three. You count three, and that's on them. So, yes, it's on the referee, but this is also a WWE referee who's got people in his earpiece screaming. He's also an NXT referee, so he's still learning to referee. <laughs> yeah. So when he did what he did, he probably took very little heat because he probably went in the back and was like, and was like, yeah, they told me not to do. They told me <laughs> to stop counting. And they're probably like, yup, that's what should have happened. I but love that they had, they had freaking, uh, uh, what's his nuts? They hate on the fans. She hates them. They hate her. I don't know why. Why are they booing her? Oh yeah, because Corey Graves is now the heel. Stupid. I'm actually most pissed off. He was looking at the wrong camera. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty blatant. And again, this comes back to my Eva Marie ranting that I've been doing for a while. And I'm only I'm only continuing this point because so many people are trying so hard to defend her. And I'm just like, you guys all need to realize she should be way further ahead than she is because WWE has made it known how long she's been training. That was a really bad botch. They should have given the match to Billy Kay, chalked it up as a defeat and let it go. And the thing is. Eva does not have her psychology down at all yet. How many times does she stop and blow a kiss as like a taunt where it's like, okay, like I get it in the video games. That's funny to do because you're just being an asshole. But right now you're just like, you knock her down and then you're blowing her a kiss and then you go for the pin. And it's like, well, of course she's going to kick out because you gave her all that time to recover. She went to the Kelly Kelly school of ring psychology. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which Kelly Kelly wants to return. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. No, please. God, no. She's going to be back. She's going to be one of the veterans. Yes, that's just like when she left. Just like the Bella Twins are are, are the veterans, even though Natalia's been long, even longer. (laughs) And and so is Fox. (laughs) They're the veterans. uh, All right. That was item number one. Six to go. All right. This is probably the next. This this thing is only ugly because it's legitimately ugly and not like a bad story or anything. But speaking of the Bellas, their mom is now engaged to Johnny Ace. I knew those Hawaiian Tropic catalogs would pay off. So now he's going to be Daniel Bryan's stepfather. But he won't father-in-law. But he won't be John Cena's stepdad-in-law because you know. LOL. Cause never gonna get married. <laughs> but I just thought that was really funny that that's actually a thing. People power. It's really awkward. Which means, as much of a total divas fan as I am, I might have to just stop watching it when he pops up. He's gonna be on. He's like, gonna be all, on all next season. It's Big Johnny Hour. <laughs> hey Bree. Hey Josie. Look at my daughters. Now is is. 
one of the Bella boys dating Summer Rae. I saw someone post that this week. Is that a thing? One of the Bella fellas. Jeez. Bella fellas. No, they only have one brother and he's married. Oh, okay. Oh, good. So he's seeing her on the side. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a storyline. I don't know. His wife's pretty good looking. I don't know if he really want to trade that in for Summer Rae. For Hot Summer. Hot Summer. All right, uh, which one of these stories should I talk about next? All right, let's talk about the termination story. (laughs) Seth Rollins' girl got fired for pretty much being a Nazi. Well, not being a Nazi, but taking pictures. (laughs) I know, (laughs) but so she were a Nazi. (laughs) As though she were a Nazi, yeah. But I think she's pretty much been in hot water for a long time anyway, so it just... So it's all it's all kind of come to a head. Although she's going to be Hulk Hogan's favorite girl ever because a whole bunch of tweets from like 2011 surface where she's just like, "I hate black people." <laughs> Even no, though Hulk, she herself Hulk Hogan is actually crying about that this week. All right. Uh, he, yeah. All right. All you right. Know, you know, though, I, I'm going to say this on behalf of Hulk Hogan. I think enough is enough already. He apologized. I don't understand WWE's never ever have him back get, again policy. Yeah, I think it's stupid. I agree. I think it's it's like, all right, get over it already. He's, he's Hulk fucking Hogan. Like, like I get it. You know, you're not going to put your timestamps on your Benoit stuff, but you're still including Benoit. So you, you can get over this. It's just he didn't murder anybody. He just made a racist comment. Are are you are we going to talk more about the Vanishing Hall of Fame? Oh, of course we are. That's the bottom of the list. Oh, okay. But first, we have to talk about Sabu's three, hotel three, room. Three more things. So, I don't. So apparently, Sabu left his hotel room covered in blood and feces, oh. uh, uh, and also supposedly feces. also supposedly cocaine powder. Now, Sabu claims well, that's that to separate it, the blood and the feces. Yeah, Sabu claims that yes, his dog was with him, so it probably shit in the room. He also claims that I bleed, so yes, of course you found blood in the room. But he did not make any comments about the supposed cocaine powder. Ben Gay. It was confectioner sugar. But don't we already know that about Sabu? So does he really need to defend that? How is any of this a shock? Why is this news? (laughs) This is Sabu. It's not even news if it is a hotel and that those things are in a hotel. (laughs) Doesn't even matter who it was. Yeah, it was probably a travel lodge. So the stuff was already in the room. Yeah, that stuff was already there. More like Sabu. Oh, Jesus. No, we've made enough poo jokes. We don't need that for a title. God damn. All right, speaking of uh, people being shitty, how about this? You guys know who Bram from TNA is? Yeah, Um, he's like married or going to be married to Charlotte. One part of the elephant show. Was married to Charlotte, but they're going through a separation. Well, he just got arrested for beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Before the... Before the marriage is finalized, before the uh, divorce is finalized. Yeah, he just uh, beat the shit out of his girlfriend and got arrested for it. So that's great. Good job. Classy, classy. Dinky, dinky dink. And speaking of, speaking of people getting arrested, some dude outside the WWE Performance Center got arrested because oh. he was apparently stalking one of the female talents. And when, a sh- and when an Orange County sheriff confronted him, he pulled a knife and charged the sheriff. So he shot him in the leg. I can't believe Matt Hardy was outside the performance center. Amy, take me back. Amy, do (laughs) my... 
Amy. You know who Amy comes to when she wants to know how to turn her computer back on? That's me, punk. She doesn't come to you. She comes to me. You know when her dog's pooping all different colors and she thinks he ate crayons? Ah, uh, don't talk me. about the dogs. <laughs> Those are my crayons, Matt. <laughs> my house, my dog. I made that dog a motherfucking superstar. My magenta crayons. <laughs> my magenta lummies. <laughs> magenta lummies? They're my magenta colored aluminummies. I thought that was obvious. <laughs> so what kind of uh what kind of crap is he on to see magenta nummies? <laughs> well that's what happens when you put uh when you put Sabu's blood and feces and cocaine on your eyeballs on your eyeballs. Good lord. And now the ugliest thing that happened in wrestling this week, because in case you didn't, or the in case you didn't think it could get any worse than this, feces. <laughs> Jimmy Superfly Snuka was arrested for murdering his girlfriend before I was even born. I was going to say yes, yes, not recently. In what 1983? 1983. So Dan was an infant, and you and I weren't even born yet. You know, and how long have you heard this story, and how, how long have you heard yeah. it, it was covered up and he'd gotten it was away a with cold, it? It was a cold case. Everybody, that's what everybody kept saying, but they just, they reopened it, they, they cited, like, his autobiography and various interviews as evidence, they're just like, that's it, you're going to jail. And There's it's like, discrepancies. But it's like, God damn it, he's 72 and he has stomach cancer, come on, just put him under house arrest or something, Jesus Christ. Let's uh, let's remove him from the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the next thing that happened. And I think Dan was the one who noticed the NXT Open where they had Snuka is now Piper. Oh yeah, because as much as they didn't like Piper the last few days of his life, once they die, once he died, they loved him again. Yeah. Oh brother, that's what has to happen. Yeah, freaking every. See now, now that so Piper's all dead, all Hulk has to do is get in a car with his son driving. That's why John Cena is a legend Jesus now. You realize Christ. that, right? And that's why and that's why Sting is so important. They're like, well, Sting's a Christian. He's not going to do anything anything bad at this point. We realize this. So that uh, now John now Cena like is a, a legend guy. now, though. Yeah, Sting's thing. Sting's just going to go work for the county clerk and deny people their marriage licenses. He's just going to point at them, though. He's not going to ever say anything. Oh my god. Yeah, so that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you guys actually got a kick out of that, not that um, there'll probably be this many shitty weeks in wrestling <laughs> that are going to happen, but uh, if you guys like that, let me know. I'll probably go back to the top ten next week, but if you enjoy this segment, we might we might switch it up in the future. You don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Everybody knows, wants to know. But yeah. So uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in each and every single week. This, of course, is episode 118. And uh, we actually have a, a quick sponsor message we want to get out there. So uh, we will be right back. And when we come back, we got some troll truths, some Facebook comments, and your favorite game points or, well, you know. Hell, son, this is Stone Fold Steve Austin from the Club K Faith Podcast. And I'm here today to talk about GiantMediaBall.com. That's right. GiantMediaBall.com 
It's like a giant ball of media with all them damn fleas around, son. Especially when you're washing your clothes and you got damn fleas all over. You can listen to We Talk Games, Hit Start Now, Mass Move Aside, Wiggly's Book Club. What? I said Wiggly's Dang Book Club, son. Talking Talkies, The Cannon Cannon, and so much more. We even got Ouch on there. Hell, son, I don't even remember who Ouch is. But we talk games. Hell, I listen to this while I do all my damn laundry and fold my damn sheets. And that's the laundry line, because Stone Fold said so. Well, thanks so much for that Stone Fold. Guess what, guys? We're back, and we're going to jump right into some troll truth. Chris, take it away. Oh God! All right. So I, I kind of before before the break, I kind of made that little that little snippet about Sting with the county clerk thing. And I think everybody's aware of that story now, and I'm not going to get into it because, look, it, no disrespect against religious people at all, because I don't disrespect religious people. But state law oversees your religious law, and state and church are supposed to be separate. That's the way the country was founded. Let's just stop trying to make all these defenses and everything. But what really pisses me off, and again, I'm not a religious person, so maybe I'm not the best person to say this, but I respect people with their religious beliefs and everything, including celebrities, okay? And lots of celebrities have pretty strong religious beliefs, and they bring them out there, and some of them are really, really harmless. Some of them just want to post a picture on Facebook that just says, please share this for God's prayer or something like that. Nothing specific, just something about a prayer. Well, if you're somebody who idolizes these celebrities and talks about how hot they are all the time, are you really going to be that much of a scumbag to rip into them? Well, if you're hey man, you will be. Because when Charisma Carpenter, famous for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, posts something about, you know, one like equals one prayer or whatever that stuff is, hey man just has to respond to it and be like, or we can stop believing in fictional deities. Ugh, people are so stupid. Really? You really have to start, like, tweeting at celebrities and being an asshole? Aw, deity. That's my god right there. (laughs) But seriously, like, I I honestly, I don't get it. It's not funny. It's not clever. It's not amusing. And you know what it does? It perpetuates hate. That is exactly what it does. And, again, no disrespect to the atheist community either, but I see this from some of you quite a bit, including people who listen to this show. Every time you put down a religious person for being religious, you are perpetuating hate. The same hate that you claim all religious people perpetuate. Toward you. Stop. Just stop. You are stupid. No more hate, people. God. Ugh. Dan, take it away. (laughs) Well, in about... Three hours from now, Sasha Banks is doing a Facebook Q&A. Uh, ugly tranny. No, she's not, but go on. So we've got comments on that announcement. Oh, God. And they're going to be ugly tranny comments because I might rage. We will see if you rage. Stop. If he pops up, I am going to rage. Sasha Banks for the next WWE champion after Nikki breaks AJ's record. Charlotte doesn't deserve it. Oh, okay. So she's going to be the next WWE champion. If she's going to beat Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, I, I personally think that Sasha and Becky deserve it more than Charlotte because a lot of Charlotte's push just comes off of her legacy. I feel, I, I legitimately feel like Sasha and Becky work harder than she does. But that person's still stupid. Sasha Banks is hot and sexy. <laughs> she sure is. Man, she should tag with New Day. They need some. They need some with that trombone, some sax. They need some unprotected sax. <laughs> they need. Yes. They need some jazz. Premarital sax. That's it. Jazz return confirmed. <laughs> jazz will come back as premarital sax. That'll be your new gimmick. <laughs> We might have to t- What's premarital sex doing in the impact zone? <laughs> oh, God. Lego, babe. What? Like Lego, my ego. Lego, babe. With two Gs. Okay. Lego, babe. And... How much for a BJ and FYI WWE's gay? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know somebody they want a blowjob, but from a gay person apparently. <laughs> yeah, wow. All right. You know that's what I love about the internet. People are really dumb on it. You liked WWE's Facebook page, found a post, and then wrote that WWE's gay on it. <laughs> so before you even wrote that it was gay, there is a there is a thing out there that says blah 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 likes WWE. <laughs> but then you say it's gay. God, people are friggin' idiots. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to like it so I can hate on it on its own page. Of course, because that's what how the internet works. Well, speaking of the internet... Well, we got one last... Oh, yeah, do we? You are no boss. You are a loss. Kill that man. And there was also a post in there from a Hulk Hoogan. (laughs) Yes. Hulk Hooligan? (laughs) He he wants back, apparently. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. Well, speaking of the internet... Uh, the internet has a lot to say, especially about people being redacted from WWE. And with that in mind, it is time to play points. Or... Another commercial message. No. Buried. <laughs> or... Folded. Go to the dryer sheets at facebook.com slash dryer sheets. <laughs> or... Frozen. Yes, sorry it took me a little while to attach the silencer. Or Terminated Now we don't do that anymore Arnold It's out of theaters Hey could you say or again <laughs> Or Evan Speared <laughs> Alright and don't don't wake the last guy up Because he's uh He's a one time only Yeah him and, him and the floppy Don West fish are just Are not moving right now so Oh I'm trying to be quiet oh. <laughs> Alright so what I wanted to say, and this is great, and I gotta give a shout out to uh, Robert Atkin for this one because I said this week's game is going to be based on horrible reasons why 
a certain wrestler would get redacted from WWE history. And I cited I cited examples with being Snuka, Hogan, and Benoit. And he goes, before I even read this, are we really lumping Benoit in with him? He died eight years ago. And I'm like, and that's why you sound dumb, because you didn't read it. Robert Atkin, I love you, bro, but God damn it, dude. You really, really, you really made yourself look dumb there. This is why you guys need to read shit before you comment on it. Take it Trust the, me. Yeah. Take I've been guilty the, of it. I've done it lots of times. It happens. Take it Don't from the weird guy. vegan Mr. Atkin. You need to carve up before you read, all right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Goldberg, calm down, dude. Effing carbs. <laughs> Goldberg's eating a loaf of bread right now. He's <laughs> eating a box of matzah cracker. <laughs> of, oh, of course. It's unleavened. Of course. I'm sorry, what other type of bread would it be? Jeez. Alright guys, so what I asked you guys to do, choose your wrestler and tell us why they've been redacted from history forever. Uh, some of these are pretty wordy, and at, some of them got so wordy I actually considered making a new game, but then I was reading them, I'm like, actually, these are pretty funny. So, we're going to just let the game roll as it is, and we'll let the points fall where they fall. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right. Your first redaction, John Bradshaw Layfield has been redacted from history. He was on the border of Mexico and Texas again with Donald Trump this time, stopping immigrants from sneaking over the border. In the process, he gave the president of Mexico, Enrique Pena, a clothesline from hell. Okay, you had points at any involvement with Donald Trump at all. <laughs> But that's pretty funny, so I'm going to give you points, yes. Alright, points to Jeff Trelowitz. Bit wordy, but points. <laughs> well, some of them are way wordier than this, but... But no grammatical we'll errors! Lol, 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 lol. Oh, come on, he said he was sorry. I know, but that's his gimmick now. Ah, uh, whatever. Hey, I made an error once, and it gave us that guy over there with the laundry. Thanks, son. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Hey, Don't get my matzo cracker in my laundry. Hey, let it forever be known that that my line flub on Club Cafe podcast gave us a character who now has his own Facebook page. Let's. I'm owning that. <laughs> All right. Some characters I think may have been redacted, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. They're out of the uh, Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, man, why aren't we calling it that? Maybe we have to rename it now. All right. Biggie Langston has been erased from wrestling history for demanding oh, no. six. No. <laughs> wow. Yes, points. <laughs> yes. He weld. He definitely Good welded. Good job. Uh, all right. Well. Big Show, erased from history for lack of big showmanship. <laughs> Hold on, there's, another, there's a follow-up. Stephen Richards proclaimed world's largest athlete. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was points-worthy before that? That's double... No, oh, no, that's that's uh, one and a half, so 150, right? 150 to Joe, Joe Kalaya. That's very good. That's V big good. Show. He could have just said Big Show Erased from History and just left it there, and I would have given it points. <laughs> All right. 
Undertaker found Jesus, then gave him a tombstone, angering millions of Christians. There's only one in WWE. (laughs) Angering millions of Christians? Yes. (laughs) Of course. Let's give that one points, too. Alright, Sal Costa, points. He doesn't play very often. Sal, you should play more. By the way, we should we should he does a podcast too, the Blake and Sal show. We should partner up, dude. Your show's pretty funny. You know? Only All right. pretty funny. Uh Vince, get out of here. Alright. Next one's kinda wordy, but stick with me on this one. So Jerry Lawler's house was raided in connection with Jared Fogel. Upon searching his belongings, they found comprising pictures that have disturbed the nation, and WWE has cut all ties with him. The pictures in question were of some young six inches that appeared to be very fresh. That's right, folks. Fired and deleted for underage sandwich porn. I'm having real trouble determining whether you actually took that off of a wrestling news site or not. (laughs) So I have to give you points. Glenn Kukin points. I enjoyed that. Alright. So who else got redacted? Lord Tensai did. He oh, revealed no. that his he revealed that his mouthful of green mist came from Nikki Bella's vagina. Oh god. <laughs> but the only relationship she's ever had has been with John Cena. We have to redact you from history. <laughs> exactly. That's how I broke my nose. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, points. Yeah, Dad Doll points. See, now I'm glad I didn't take this game down. All right. The next two entries are going to be wordy, but I think they're the last of, like, the really wordy ones. So stick with me on this one. First one. Bubba Ray Dudley was removed from history for only putting black superstars through tables. When he realized that Devon was the last black person, Bubba Ray turned on his tag partner and put him through a table. Finally, to seal the deal, Bubba Ray takes off his shirt revealing the Hulkamania shirt and shouted, Hulkamania is running wild, insert the N-word. <laughs> that, was, that was very wordy, but so worth all the time. He did it. He did it for the Hulk. Points. <laughs> All right, good job, CJ. (laughs) Points. All right, the next entry is the wordiest. (laughs) Stick with me. Remember a few months back when Roman Reigns mistook me for a baby girl because of my long hair? Well, since then, I've shaved it off and was once again front row at a WWE event that Roman was wrestling. After his match, he spotted me in the crowd and once again hopped the guardrail and sits next to me. He starts to rub my bald head by whispering, I missed you, baby girl. You were, are you here with Susan G. Komen? Because I got a cure for that cancer. A hot load of. And the head of Susan G. Komen overhears the incident, reports Roman to the officials, leaving them no choice, but they fire and redact him from history. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh. Oh, he's standing up. Oh. Oh no! Oh, oh I no! Think it's time for a negative. No, it's not negative. It's gotta be pot. Oh yeah, it's a positive. Ooh! Ah! With points. Ah! <laughs> Look at it. Look at it this way, Chev. At least you shaved your head, so you don't have to wash it out of your hair. 
I think Chev See, has officially but I like, the ooh more times than anyone. He really has. But I like that throwback to an old joke of his. Yes. Where, where, which was part of the start of the Roman ooh because it was like the week after Shin made the horrible joke, wasn't it? Yeah, because, I mean, Shin started that joke and then Chev kept it going. And, yeah. And then Taylor uh, Chadwick was, made uh, Frosted Cherry Uwa's box. and Which was so terrible. God damn it. All right. <clears throat> you guys are doing pretty good so far. Those guys over there are getting anxious because no one else has done anything. Well, we'll see. We'll see how we keep. We still got a couple entries here. Let's keep that momentum rolling. All right. John Cena was erased from the WWE when he snapped and gave the Make-A-Wish kid an attitude adjustment, therefore ending the kid's dreams and left him broken for life. No points would never happen. <laughs> Inaccurate points? Okay. Can I bury it? Can I bury it, Sean? Sean's not here. If Sean's not here. Who are you asking? I'm asking that camera. Then we're going to turn around and ask this camera. Can I bury it, Sean? Now I'm going to bury it. You better watch yes. out because Goldberg's running towards you right now. I'll just hit him with my shovel. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. Second time. All right. Joe Mad Dog Beetle, you've been buried. All right. So excited. Stand by, guys. Goldberg erased from WWE history when he fails to put Triple H. When he fails to put Triple H over in an interview. Ah, that's a bunch of s. (laughs) I want to f and spear that s. No, I'm giving it points. He can still spear it if he wants to. Yeah, I'm gonna spear it anyway. (laughs) Did you hear about my new cheerleader gimmick? It's a spirit squad. Oh Jesus. Right. <laughs> it's me and Rhino and Edge. <laughs> and Roman. And Kate. Oh, yeah. I mean, Celeste. Oh, yeah, him and the, and the and big Roman show. and Bobby Lashley. That's all the people who do Spears? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, the Spear It Squad. <laughs> and then... then uh, would, Monty, would it be the effing Spear It Squad? No, I can't put that on TV. And then Monty Brown... Who looks like he's about to do his spear, but then just does a shoulder tackle. Which is, like, more devastating than any spear ever. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, Ellis Holmes. You got points, but your entry got speared for accuracy. The sad part is, that's a very accurate thing that could have happened. What do you mean he did put me over? Get him off TV. Now you're not looking at any cameras. All right. You ready for the next one? Yep, ready. Of course. All right. Jeff Hardy has been redacted after a binge of shooting heroin into the eyeballs on his eyeballs. He was found still high and naked in an elementary school parking lot, muttering about creatures and willow. Hmm. You know, on an average week, I would have given this points, but... Oh, let me freeze it. I want to freeze it. All right. Yes. Did you hear it? You didn't because it's silenced. It's already All right. On time, Jason Shin, who was really excited that he finally got to make an eyeballs on eyeballs joke, is going to be really pissed off when he finds out that 
<laughs> the joke isn't funny anymore. Uh. All right, so the great Kali has been erased from WWE memory after innovation in subtitle technology reveals all he ever said was kill Whitey over and over <laughs> in his interviews. That's great. <laughs> of course that gets points. Thank you. Mad awesome points. Chef, uh, can we get some Kali memes in here? Please. I know there's going to be at least two of them now that I asked. All right. This is the biggie countdown. We got five left. Stick with me now. Dolph Ziggler has been redacted and replaced with the boogeyman because fuck you, Antonio. (laughs) It's still funny points. Yeah. Thank you. Down under. Oh, I finally got one. (laughs) Actually, he's doing pretty good in this, in the game. Oh, but, uh, but, I, I can't do it justice. Pat, can you please do the line for me? Fuck you, Antonio! Ha! <laughs> and now, and now we uh, we can't record. We have to cut, Boogeyman. What? We have to cut. It's it, it's okay. So we can start again. <laughs> I love how he was just such a nice, polite guy during that swerve. No that was the funniest part. No problem, brother. <laughs> Oh, all right. Here's your next one. Recently, unbeknownst to him, some nude pics were released of Ryback. A reporter for TMZ asked him how kids will react when they see his pictures. His response, kids will love to see the big guy. (laughs) Oh, God. I was expecting feed me more, but wow, it's pretty funny. Um, Points. Yep, Adrian Cotton, points. (laughs) All right. Cameron has been removed from WWE history when an intern finally watches Molina versus Alicia Fox and is angry it's still her favorite match of all time. That's truth points. <laughs> uh, they are worth I know th- regular points. Yes, Robert Atkin, regular points. Uh, Austin, do you have an opinion about this? Molina versus Alicia Fox match? Who? <laughs> you know, Molina and Alicia Fox. Who the hell are Alina and Malisha Fox? <laughs> no, no, Molina and Alicia Fox. Hell, son, I'm going back to folding over here. Over, over there? Over there now. He's over, he's over there now. <laughs> All right, hold on, here's your next one. <laughs> Ever drunk, the berserker sideswipes a school bus thinking it was a rival Viking longship. Yeah, why? Why could I not give that points? What what world would I not give that points? Uh, that's a good one. That was Don Mobius's entry. Wow! Uh, but I like I like how we, we we went old school and made it funny. Every now and again, you got to get off the current roster and really go back in time. I don't yeah, know. That's I think what WWE's doing with the Hall of Fame right now. They're going back in time and just getting rid of things. All right. And I'm about to bury somebody when I say this, but the main reason why I find Berserker jokes so incredibly funny is because I know how much Mike Simsack loved this guy. I like it when you bury people. Thanks, Hunter. And your final entry this week, Sting has been removed by WWE due to... 
<laughs> oh, he's not done yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Points. Taylor Chadwick points. And there you go. I'm, I'm glad I didn't do another game. I'm glad we kept the wordy entries. I thought that was fun. I I think I have a winner, unless Dan has another one. I think the person I gave 150 points to is also the winner, which is yeah, Joseph yeah. Kalaya, right? Yeah, that was, uh, that was Big Show. <laughs> Lack of Big Showmanship. Yes, and his secondary part just won over the whole thing. Steven Richards is now the world's largest athlete. All right, there you go, Joe Kalaya. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. This was a fun episode. Um, Thank you again to our big sponsor, Giant Media Ball, which you heard earlier. And uh, when we close out this week's show, we just got something fun for you. So until next time, I guess we'll see you. Not black.